C3 Church Wellington AMA, Ask Me Anything, the series where we tackle the tough questions. Like last week, we ask the simple questions, we explore the questions that most people think but may not want to ask aloud. My name is Ray Heron. Joining me once again is Pastor Steve Hinton. Thank you for joining us, Steve. Good to be here. And you are sounding more and more like a game show host every episode. Ladies and gentlemen, come on down. And I like it. Hey. Hey. Question. Hit me. It's more of a topic than a question. What? What's the deal with alcohol as far as Christianity goes? I mean, is it... Is it being a Christian doesn't mean I can't drink anymore or or any less or any less what's the story enlighten me great question alright so first of all this is a really um, a, a great question for Kiwis because look let's face it New Zealand has a drinking culture it's not what we're drinking it's how we're drinking well but we just have a drinking culture I mean uh, we revolve our social our social circles re- revolve heavily around Drinking and it probably stems from the 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 was the six o'clock swill was it six thirty swill something like that back in the day back in the grandfather's day, day. Also, yeah and uh, all the bars closed at six thirty and you had to sop up quick get it get it in you and th- this was the other thing this is another thing is that by nature New Zealanders are a little bit more reserved so you know we uh, I remember doing a personality profile um, I don't know if you know I, I can't remember which one it was but it profiled people into four categories. I think they could be listed as like dogs or they could be listed as birds. But the four were this, the birds. So there's peacock, the playful personality, the eagle, which was the powerful personality, the owl, which was the precise personality, or the dove, which was the peaceful personality. And when I was doing this um, profiler, it said that uh, 70% of New Zealanders were dove dominant, peaceful, reserved, stiff upper lip, kind of should be right man a few words or you know this kind of gentle personality and so we're uh, by nature we're not and so i think that's why kiwis as a nature we, we we don't like that stereotypical american loud personality that can come across quite obnoxious and direct and we're indirect people we don't like to say it how it is we like to you know be a little bit more passive aggressive in our communication and you know, um, and and so why I was why I'm saying this about personality is because part of our culture, I, I would just I would you know hazard it a guess is that it it's a social lubricant. I'm by nature a little bit more reserved, but I have a couple of drinks and it gets the the jaw flapping. And so I think there's a lot of reasons why it's a drinking. You know, drinking is a big part of New Zealand culture, but it, but it certainly is. I know that's not the question, and I'm, we're not here to be historians or you know. Well, it was on topic. <laughs> so let's let's pull it back to the question at hand. You know, where does uh, where does drinking or alcohol collide with Christianity and church and the Bible? And does being a good Christian mean the only bit of wine I get is on a Sunday? <laughs> and and at our church you might get Ribena, so you're out of luck. <laughs> you're out of luck there. Look, no, look, this is awesome. So uh, if I if there's one nail I want to always be hitting, if there's one drum I always want to be beating is that Christianity or being a Christian is not because you're a good person that follows this moral code and does this and doesn't do that. And, you know, you, you, and so this, this um, thought of Christians being these goody-goody people that think they're better than everyone else. Now, I'm not saying that there are people that, are, that, that think that way or act that way, and I'm sure there are. And, you know, we've got a lot to... Answer for from years gone by, and you know, even to this day, 
But look, at the end of the day, man, Christianity is about a relationship with Jesus and understanding that we aren't perfect. That's why we need grace. <laughs> grace is unmerited favor, undeserved favor. We all need that because we all are in the same boat, that we are all prone to make mistakes. And Jesus paid for every one of them. And so not only did he pay for our mistakes, but he also created an avenue into relationships. So not I, I'm wanting to keep fighting against this Christianity being a moral code and bringing it back to Christianity being a relationship where we are all in the same boat. There is no one that can, you know, look at someone else and say, look, I'm, I'm better than you. There's no such thing as better than you, you know? That, and so, you know, so that's the first thing. <clears throat> now, when we're talking about things like alcohol, uh, firstly, I would say that there's freedom to do what you will. The question is, at what point does that freedom become foolishness that might lead you to making some dumb decisions? And so I think whenever you use your freedoms to, to lead you into foolishness, then that wasn't wise. And so are you free to drink? Oh, yeah, you are. Uh, you know, this might be uh, controversial, uh, but it's still the truth. I used to brew my own beer. I used to make pretty good craft beer, right? And I and and I was and I and I and I really enjoy a nice craft beer. Okay, so you know I don't think that that's that's my freedom to do so. However, there is such a bind that alcohol can have. It is. It is a drug. It is, and it can be addictive. And and alcoholism is serious. And so. The other angle of freedom is that I'm, I have the freedom to choose to abstain and go, you know what? I'm hanging out here and on this environment with this person and it might not be wise or loving for me right now to have a drink. And what's more important than my freedom is the person I'm with or the influence that I might be jeopardizing. And so, you know, we decide whether or not we will have alcohol at certain church events, for example. Could we? Well, we could, but is it wise? Well, it depends, you know. Is this going to be a good thing for the people that are coming? Is it, you know, and we're just trying to be loving and kind with our choices, yeah? So it's never, I know this kind of seems like I'm playing all around it, but not really coming straight because it's a tension. So much of life uh, and lands with intentions. It's not about uh, yes or no. If it was yes or no or binary, you get it right or you get it wrong, those that get it right think they can judge those that get it wrong. And it causes self-righteousness in people. But when you come at it with a sense of, you know what, there's freedom in this, but maybe this isn't wise or maybe this isn't loving right now then you've got to start weighing up, you know, your decisions and your choices. Uh, there is, you know, if you'd ask me what does the Bible say about... So what does the Bible say about alcohol? <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Ray. I'm glad you asked. I, look, there's, there's a few things that are indirect, but there is one um, proverb which is quite direct. 
And um, I might just read it to you. It's, it's in Proverbs 23. Would you read it to me, Steve? I think it's in Proverbs 23. <laughs> There's an echo in this room. It says this. <laughs> who, who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has strife? Who has complaining? Who has wounds without cause? Come on, who's been, who's ended up in a wheelie bin? <laughs> Headed down, you know, done some crazy thing because too much drinking leads to some dumb decisions, got injuries without cause. I'll just say I went to Otago University. Oh, there we go. Come on, Scarfies. And who has redness of eyes? You know, who's who's ruining their Saturday morning or their Sunday morning because they pushed it too hard the night before? Those who tarry long over wine, those who go to try mixed wine, and this is back in the day where you'd have the good wine in the barrels and then what would happen is the whatever's left over gets thrown into the mixed wine barrel. The dregs. The dregs, you know. And so you know that if you've moved from the good stuff to the, the mixed wine barrel, you're giving it a pretty good nudge. Um, the, these, are the, these are the people that have these issues. They're, they're the ones that push on to the mixed wine. Do not look at wine when it's red, when it's sparkling in the cup and goes down smoothly. In other words, be careful of the enticement of it. In the end, it bites like a serpent, stings like an adder. Your eyes will see strange things. <laughs> Your your heart will utter perverse perverse things, and that's so true. I've seen ang- all sorts of things come out. I love you guys. Yeah, you got it. And you'll be like one who lies down in the midst of a sea, like one who lies on the top of a mast, and you can imagine that feeling, like all tipsy. Yeah. And you'll say, they struck me, you'll say, but I was not hurt. They beat me, but I did not feel it. You know, and you're numb. Because I had the beer blanket on. And then it says, when shall I wake? I must have another, I must have another drink. And so it's it's telling us that those that push it can be succumbed to this thing called alcohol. And this, I must have another drink, sort of speaks the language of addiction. And so I think we got, and like, it talks about it being like a snake or an ass, you know, so you got to be so careful. I think that like, we've got freedom, yeah? But be be aware, but just be smart that this thing can bite, you know? I mean, there's plenty of stories. We all probably have some. And so I think we just got to use our, our wisdom around it. Um, so I'll just, just quickly sort of expand a little bit on wise and loving, okay? Um, I, I talked a little bit about wise, about, you know, uh, environments and when it's maybe a good idea to and maybe not a good idea to. I want to com- combine that with the loving. You see, I love this uh, in Corinthian, the book called Corinthians, which is a guy named Paul writing to the church of Corinth, which is ancient Greece. Yeah. He says that you're free to do whatever, you know, you're free, but, you know, and he's not talking about alcohol in this particular situation. He's talking about meat that was offered to idols. Okay, so there was idol temples and idol worship, and they'd they use this meat and offer it up to idols on in these temples. Now, some of the Christians were like, hey, look, this meat then goes on sale, you know, after the fact. I know that it was in that temple and offered up to an idol, but I know it's also just meat, you know. And look, I know there's nothing that's going to happen to the meat. It's just meat, so I'm free to eat that meat. And Paul's challenge was this, yeah, you're free to eat that meat. You know, I know that nothing you put in your body can, it's not what you put in your body that, you know, it's going to, that that damages it's what's off, it's what can come out, right? And so he's like, yeah, you're free to do that. He says, but be wary because if you've got a brother with you that maybe have come out of that, that temple kind of worship scenario and they kind of saw that meat in another light because of their background with it and you're sitting there eating it in front of them and it's making them, it could make them stumble or struggle, you know. They don't understand this, and that's unloving. Paul's, Paul's saying, maybe you should just forego the meat because your brother is more important. And this is the point. 
that it's not about rights and wrongs, do's and don'ts in black and white, although there are some wisdom around drinking to excess and being wary of the addiction of it and what happens when we drink to excess. But also, uh, we need to understand that the, the influence that we can have. And so I can choose to restrict my freedom. I'm free to, but I can, restri- I can choose to restrict my freedom because it's loving to do so for somebody else. Or I can restrict my freedom so that I am not reducing my influence, but that I have a, so I'm not, I'm not like, you know, I can't listen to you, Steve, because I saw you the other night, you know, you had six beers in you and now, now you're preaching and I'm like, I don't respect that, you know. And so all of a sudden now I've lost that influence because I've mo- I, I made a full, so I can restrict my freedoms so that I might, and that's what leadership is. Leadership is influence. And sometimes you need to restrict some choices, some freedoms in your life so that you can have greater influence. And so those are some things that I like to think around um, the topic of, of drinking. Uh, loving for other people. What's wise? What can I handle? I think you've got to think about family of origin. I think some people, uh, it just, there's a natural tendency to go towards addiction or abuse. I think you, that's when you've got to go, you know what? I've got to make the call. It's not wise for me. We've got to, we've got to remember that, you know, as the Bible says, it can be like a snake and it can bite us. So I think we've just got to be really weary and wise with it. But to answer the question, there's freedom too. I, I think that when you impose, the Bible does not say you should not drink. There's no, it's not, it's, it doesn't slap that down like that. It tells us to use caution and wisdom, you know, in areas of life like this. And so, can a Christian go along to the pub and have a enjoy craft beer? Yeah. A glass of wine? Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Anonymous, for that question. Steve, up for a cheeky wee ale? Come on, let's do it. If you've got a question you want to get through to us, this is the place to do it. It is C3 Wellington's AMA, Ask Me Anything. Please do get in contact with us, whether it be a question that you want to uh, ask anonymously or a little bit of feedback, website c3wellington.nz, c3churchwellington.nz, or social media, Facebook, Instagram, or even hit us up in person. Come along on, uh, come along on a Sunday morning or to one of the collective groups. Thank you very much, Steve, for your time. Always a pleasure, Ray. We'll be back with another episode in a week's time. 